0: Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast, outworking the competition while they sleep in. And today is episode one of the Promise five-part series, the differences and the connections and the uses of marketing, of communications, of customer service, business development, and BPM business process management the system that ties all this together and makes every bit of this functional, useful, beneficial to your business, your self-brand, your side hustle, your startup, whatever it is you're working on. Today, part one is marketing. Right at the top, we're going to talk about what marketing is, what it isn't, how you use it in a circular pattern, a two-way conversation. I will explain that in depth. And then how it leads into part two, which will be communication, the differences between marketing and all other forms of communication often misunderstood. So right off the bat, let's talk about marketing is not. Marketing is not advertising. It's not social media. It's not public relations. It's not a tactic. Marketing is a system utilized before you get to outward expression. It is the work before the work. It's understanding what it is you're doing, how to achieve it, how to measure it, how to repeat it, because success is useless if it's not repeatable and sustainable, and how to build into a system of success, not a singular, possibly accidental version of success. So, Marketing is the internal processes, the internal work information that you give to yourself and to your team that's not shared with the public, not shared with your audience, not shared with your customers or consumers, just simply for you and your team in order to understand who you are, what your offering is, who your audience is, what they want and expect from you, how to meet those expectations, how to continuously implement that or create sustainability, and then how to repeat what small successes that can lead to larger successes which can lead to big success which can lead to ultimate success so it is the internal process before external communications essentially know what you're talking about before you speak that is what marketing is speaking communicating advertising connecting with your audience with message imagery creative execution etc that is communication. That is part two. Today, we're talking about part one, marketing. So in order to understand how to know what you're talking about before you speak, everything starts with research. And research can sometimes sound like a very academic term. It can sound very black and white, looking at data, looking at numbers, looking at statistics, looking at demographics. And it's true. That's a part of data, but not the full scope of of research. That is data that is part of research. It's not the full scope of research, though. Consumer behaviors, consumer input, feedback, Demographics are part of it, but specifically the not just general demographics of your audience, but the specific demographics of your audience and some of the behaviors that will lead, lend you to understand what those things are. It is in surveying. It's in small group communication. It's in focus groups. It's in, in interviews. It is talking to people in the process of sales and of customer service, etc. Everything... That is a collection of data to let you know what will work, what won't work, what hasn't worked, what could be done differently, et cetera, is research. The more information you have before you begin, the better decision-making you can make in the process, because ultimately you want to make continual decisions that get you closer and closer and closer to a very specific audience. You can't be super specific if you're guessing. You can't start too broad. You can't say this product is for men or for women or for people over 40 or people under 12. That's too broad. It has to be very specific in order to be effective. The way you understand those specifics and funnel down to who your actual target market is, is research. It's combinations of all the data you can collect and then the analysis of it. So it's collection and then analysis and more multiple factors of information, of data collection, and then the analysis. And some of that analysis is mathematics. Some of that analysis is real-world examples or what we call uh, best-case scenarios or best practices. There are examples that you can learn from your competitors. There are examples that you can take from other industries, other product types, other types of audience development as well. Ultimately, there's a whole lot of common sense. And there's a whole lot of following the data, not directing the data where you need it to be, not finding the data that tells you what your pre-drawn conclusions were, but how to follow the data to find what will really work in the real world, irregardless of what your opinion or attitude of it is. That's data collection and analysis. That is research. You must start there so that you can make informed decisions as you move forward from there. Those informed decisions come in the form of setting goals, objectives, from there becomes the strategy, after strategy becomes your tactics, your execution, and your measurement. It has to have all those things. Goals, objectives, and strategy are internal. Tactics, execution are external. We'll talk about that in episode 2 of this five-part series. And then measurement is internal again. And so it goes out and comes back. That two-way conversation is essential. And it's where a lot of people make mistakes, where a lot of people mess up, especially when they pay someone else to do their marketing. And that person thinks marketing is advertising or social media or having a website, etc., which are tactics you'd see, we started with research we, in the conversational marketing, more research, goals, objectives, strategy, then tactics. We're very far away from getting into the tactical conversation. How do you execute it? You have to understand who you are, what your servicing, service offering is, what your value proposition is, who your consumer very specifically is, what motivates them, how to be as focused as possible. That helps you understand how to set a goal. From the goals become the objectives. Goals and objectives will guide your strategy. So goals are big items. They're non-specific and they're actually relatively hard to measure. So goals include to be successful, to develop a a profitable business, to achieve a certain amount of. of Success, certain amount of numbers, certain amount of sales, et cetera, within a time period. It's a guiding point to where you can go, where you start from, to where you're going to, to have an idea if you're moving in the right direction. You set your goals high, you probably won't hit them, and that's fine because they're going to drive you in the direction of success. Not hitting goals, but moving towards those directions is successful. So don't get hung up on it's ach- something that is achievable within a specific time frame, but something that can be driven towards in a time frame, So goals are big. They're audacious. They are hard to measure outside general ideas. But then, and another thing before I move to objectives, you can't have too many goals. You can't have 10 goals. You can't have seven goals. You need to have one or two or three goals. And sometimes there's internal goals and external goals. And that's how you get more than one. But if you have 5, 7, 10 goals, then you're scattering your effort, your budget, your attack, and you're not going to reach any of those goals. So limit your goals to a couple. And then objectives are subsets of the goals. When a goal is a big, big item, such as gain market share in your industry as a startup, that's a nice big goal. How do you do that? That's objectives. And you break that down into 5 parts or 10 parts or 20 parts. So that as you're achieving each of your objectives, you're getting closer to and moving towards that goal. Objectives is how you break it down into actionable items. These are measurable. There's a timetable. There should be a budget associated, etc in order to achieve certain things. If you're going to get to level 10, you have to start at level one, and two, and three, and four, you understand what I'm saying. That is because you set objectives one, objectives two, objectives three, exactly. So your first 10 sales, your first hundred sales, your first 1000 sales, your first $500, your first $5,000, your first $10,000, your first repeat customer, your 10th repeat customer, your 100th repeat customer, employee one, employee seven, employee 14, employee 21, employee 30. Etc., building in steps, breaking down big goals into smaller, manageable pieces so that you have something to focus on, whether it's weekly, monthly, or quarterly, so that you can understand if you are moving in the right direction, if you are achieving your objectives, then you by proxy are achieving your goals. If you can start knocking objectives off the list, you are moving yourself towards that goal. Not worrying about objective one, have I hit the goal, but objective one and objective two and objective three moves me in the direction of that goal, which is the right direction, which is being successful. Again, this is an internal process. Those objectives will then lay out your strategy. Your strategy is how can you best achieve your objectives that will support your goals. That's simple strategy, is how you best achieve the objectives that support your goals. So if your objectives are based on sales numbers or audience development or number of vendors or number of partners or number of employees or whatever it is measurable within time periods. And again, I like to think in weeks, months, quarters, and then of course, at the end of the year is a great time to review the whole thing and make sure your goals are on the right track. But as you think about strategy, then how you reach each of them, what's the most specific, most direct way to achieve each of these goals, that is your strategy. Sometimes it's bare presence. Sometimes it's awareness. Sometimes it is creating the first sale because repeatable business is high for you. Sometimes it's penetrating a new market. Whatever it is, you. if you understand your audience from research, if you understand your strategy from objectives and goals, then you combine those two things to understand that there's a use of humor or being serious. There is a need to overrun the, run the media with your presence or to slowly build. If you need to affect someone's emotions or, or their brain, the, the smartness, is it about the direct benefits they receive or the value that comes with it. All of these things are strategy. So once you understand your strategy, once you understand how you need to do things in order to achieve objectives, now is where we go external with our tactical execution. Tactics is where actual communication Happens. That's where advertising, social media, public relations, all of those external processes of you talking to your audience, giving them the message that you need them to have because the strategy tells you this message will motivate them and motivate them to do what? Achieve your goals. Motivation to achieve your goals is the strategy. It's executed through the tactics that is external. We'll talk a lot about that next week in the next episode. But ultimately, So we go back in internal, marketing is an internal process. Execution is happening externally. Internally, we need to be measuring. We need to be paying attention. We need to be focused on what's happening, what's working, what's not. What feedback are we getting from our audience? What do they like? What do they dislike? What do they pay attention to? How do they react? How are we motivating them to do what we want them to do in order to achieve our objectives, which support our goals? What is working, what is not, and why? Listen to the why. Another thing you've heard me say on this podcast many, many times, of course, is there's no such thing as failure unless you completely quit. There are outcomes that are unexpected. There are less than favorable outcomes. There are things that don't work. In that, there are lessons to be learned. Why didn't it work? What adjustments can you make? What can you do differently in order for it to work? There is data there if You understand it, you measure it, and you bring it back into your internal process. Bring these things back into your internal process. That is why I refer to marketing as a two-way conversation. When you understand your goals, you set objectives, you create a strategy, when you begin your tactics, when you're actually communicating to the world through your tactical execution, the feedback, we like this, we don't like this, we respect this, we pay attention to this, we don't pay attention to that, we are confused with your, with your competitors, we don't see the value in it, etc. All of that information when you measure it and bring it back in, that's the two-way conversation. You're speaking to them. Here's our product or service. Here's our value proposition. Here's how you do business with us. Would you like to do business with us? Their feedback, yes, but in this way. No, not like that we will if this happens we will if this happens you you haven't got our attention yet you need to keep trying different things that feedback is a two-way conversation you need to bring that feedback into your decision making process again marketing is making informed decisions marketing is the analysis of that data So again, we're actually going back to research. This is that research is being fueled by what the real world is telling us, what our audience, what our targets, what our consumers, what our competitors, what the market as a whole is doing in reaction to us, to our marketing, to our outward expression, to our advertising, to our execution. That information, when brought back internally, is a two-way conversation. It's a concentric circles of activity, you need the big activity, brand presence, overall overall communication of who you are and what you do, you need specific items such as seasonal or product specific, you need medium size actions that are a combination of the two, you need the big picture, you need the medium picture, you need the small picture, you need the immediate, you need to do things that happen on a weekly basis, a monthly basis, a quarterly basis once a year, general, overall, forever presence. All of these are concentric circles that are happening at all times, which means you're putting out information and then in receiving that information and then in making the adjustments necessary the next time you do it. Marketing is a two-way conversation. What you do with that information is a second round of research, an update to your research. It is allowing you to adapt, adopt, or adjust so that the second time you go to advertise the second time that you put messaging out the second time that you push external communication you'll be better informed you'll know how to do it better you'll spend your money better your effort better your messaging will be better everything can be improved because you have learned lessons from things that work and lessons from things that didn't work if you mar- you approach marketing as a two-way conversation if you take that feedback in especially the negative feedback especially the stuff that didn't work as expected you need to understand why or try to understand why attempt to analyze again with common sense with comparison to the other data you have to your own personal experience to actual communication with potential audiences you you bought it but you didn't return you bought it but you didn't like it why all that will allow you to make adjustments to your measure to what you put out the next time so that you create an expectation that you can meet so that you do business the way your audience wants you to do business so that you can deliver on the promises made because you're listening to your audience. You're adapting, you're adopting, you're adjusting. Adapting is adding new things to the mix. Doing something in a different way is adopting something new. (laughs) should be easy enough to figure out, right? Adapt and adopt. Adapt is taking what you do, doing it in a different way adopt is bringing something new on adding to or doing it in a very different way. And then of course, adjustments are fine tuning. They're really getting into the details of your message of your channels of your delivery method, etc. And dialing into is it noon or two in the afternoon? Is it first thing in the morning last thing at night weekends weekdays? Is the message short or long? Is it a combination of this message with this headline, with this image or video? Is it the channel, et cetera? These are adjustments. These are small, fine-tuning things. Adaptation is changing your delivery, your focus. And then, of course, adopting is adding new to it. All of those decisions can be informed by... The first round of marketing, the first round of execution, and the feedback that you get from the real world, from the market, from your audience, all of these decisions should be market-driven, should be audience-driven. And that happens when you pay attention to the two-way conversation. Go back to research. Now add the new information you've collected in the marketing process and do it all over again. This time, more informed and more likely to be more successful. Small bits of success create bigger bits of success and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's a foundation. It's a stacking. The things that you achieve well today, you can achieve even better tomorrow by returning that information and two-way conversation feedback, making adjustments, adopt and adapt, and in doing it better the next time and the next time, so that you don't have to go straight from, I have no idea how to do this, to I know every single way to do this, but I don't know how to do this, but I know a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. So today's success will of small success will be get tomorrow's bigger success if you have a marketing system that continually is updating itself through the two-way conversation. Now in business, there's a great saying, comes from a great plague Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, they say, always be closing. ABC, always be closing. I would like to tell you instead, stop trying to close, especially when you're at the beginning of this process. Instead, always be considering. That's right. That's my version of ABC. Not always be closing. Always be considering. Consider what your audience wants What your audience needs, what their expectations are, how you can meet those expectations, and how you can do business with your audience the way they want you to. Consider those things through the two-way conversation, through the listening process, through your uh, continual adjustments, in order to provide them what they want that they they need, they're willing to pay for, and they see value in your offering. If you do that, now you have a repeatable model that is sustainable and successful. Always be considering not always be closing. And if you do these things, then you can make better decisions. Each time you fine tune, you adjust that decision-making process, you do better every time. So right back to the top, know what you're talking about before you speak. Then know more what you're talking about before you speak the second time and the third time and the fourth time And the fifth time, you get what I'm saying, right? Know before you speak, because you have a marketing system, you've developed research, you've set goals and objectives, you understand the strategy, you get into the execution via your tactics. We'll talk about that next week. Measure, bring the feedback in to a conversation, adjust, adapt, adopt, go do it again, better informed, both from successes and uh, unexpected outcomes. And you have a continual system of improvement that can, if you're dedicated to it, if you're doing things all for the right reasons, and you're paying attention to what the audience, what the market is giving you, not your personal ego, not your personal ideas, not because the CEO said so, not because the CEO's second cousin told you so, not because your neighbor told you so, Who doesn't even buy your product or service, but because the audience who would spend their time and money, who would be your consumer, who could be your consumer, who could repeat, who could become someone who refers, references, or even a brand evangelist for you if you meet their expectations, that is where your focus is. You spend your time and money continually developing that relationship with that target market. It will naturally and organically expand, center out from there your focus in marketing is very, very specific. Too many people say to me, but I'm going to miss opportunities all over the place if I don't address these things. No, you're not. You're actually missing opportunities that won't work out for you anyways. The consumers that are not attracted to you for the right reasons will not stay with you. They will not be sustainable. They will not be repeatable. They definitely will not develop into people who will give you references, reviews, and brand evangelism. They will be unsatisfied with the offering if you attract them for the wrong reasons in the wrong ways, which then will skew this whole marketing process, the whole learning process I've just been described to you. So better decision-making, no more before you speak the second, third, fourth time, and build this into a loop over and over again. Small loops, medium, big, overall loops. Everything informs everything. Everything's working in different cycles. So you're continually Repeat business, retaining business, building new business, and moving in the right direction, continual. Back to the idea of missing opportunities, though. You won't miss opportunities because when you're focused on your core message, on your core audience, on your best, most likely to say yes, and most likely to say yes again and again and again consumer, that guy, that girl, that person who is very, very motivated and very happy with the way you do things, you will attract others for variations of that reason. It'll happen organically. You don't have to spend time or money trying to do that. You absolutely should never spend time or money off taking that center idea of the the most likely consumer and then trying to develop something completely awkward and different and new just because. It's a waste of time and money. Now, there's an 80-20 rule about experimentation that we'll probably get into in some of the other episodes. But even that expectation or experimentation doesn't need to be radically different. It just needs to be slightly different because you know from the research, from the execution, from the feedback, from the two-way conversation, who you're dealing with with your target audience. So don't waste time and money trying to develop things that are so ancillary and hard to track and hard to understand and will actually water down, mud down, dilute the data you're getting back from the marketing process. Don't dilute, don't kill your own research by getting too far outside the center of who your consumer is. If you do these things on a loop, continually updating, continually adjusting, continually improving, knowing more every single time you speak to your audience, the likelihood of success is very, very high. If you refuse to follow these tips, the likelihood for success is good luck, pal. I hope it works. Probably won't. And I wouldn't bet money on it. That is marketing. That is how all of this works to understand how to make better decisions. You start with your marketing research and analysis. You're always improving everything all the time. And also as you get things completely figured out and things are going super well there'll be changes small changes major changes maybe covid happens maybe world war 3 happens maybe The economy tanks. Maybe gasoline becomes $7 a a gallon and that affects how you do business. Supply chain issues, all kinds of things probably out of your control. Maybe a new competitor to the market, a new piece of technology, a new new piece of legislation, whatever it is. When you have these systems in place, when you have a cycle cycle process, when you understand how to do things, you're also doing things big picture, medium, and small. You can make the adjustments necessary because you have a system to inform you how to do so. So you have a system that will tell you how to be continuously successful. system that will tell you how to adjust when necessary, when external influences push you out of that sweet spot. Either way, you have a system in place that can be replicated for success. What's wrong with that? Nothing. You just have to put the work in, put it in the right order. Start with marketing first. Don't try to jump right into advertising communication and audience development before you understand who they are, what you are, what your offering is, what your value proposition is. Do things in the right order in a cycle you'll always be improving. That continual improvement is the best opportunity for you to be successful. Tomorrow's success is created by today's small victories. That's all you need to know about marketing. Next week, we'll talk about communications. We're going to talk about those external tactics, how we communicate the ideas we learn from a marketing process to our best consumer target market to our audience. And then of course, how we listen to the feedback from them. Next week, we're going to talk about how to talk to your consumer, your audience, your employees, your internal audience as well, collaborators, vendors, subcontractors, employees, maybe investors, board of directors, et cetera. There's communication process there. There's external communication, advertising, public relations, social media, all kinds of ways you push those, those that information out into the world. Of course, listening for the feedback as well. Then, of course, later on, we'll talk about customer service, audience development, business development, and BPM, business process management, how you manage all of this in a system. But for now, that is what marketing is. Appreciate you guys tuning in to episode one of the five-part series. Next week, we will talk about communication, internal and external. So, Make sure you listen each and every Saturday here on the Saturday morning hustle. We're out working the competition while they still sleep. Make sure you are checking it out on Anchor, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Podchaser, Podfriend, anywhere you find great podcasts. Full videos on YouTube as well. Stream, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. I would appreciate it very much. Share with a friend. Let someone know that this is a five-part series is starting, and they may want to hear all five parts, or at least today's episode, probably all five parts. Don't forget to get your swag, the Entrepreneur AF, Coffee and Donuts, and of course, Saturday morning Hustle swag as well. Follow on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the Facebook fan page. Check that out too as well. Don't miss the latest episode of the bonus series, the Balance series. I talk about this uh, A little bit of this and that scenarios in the professional life balance. The current episode, What is Driving the Decision Making Process, Want or Need? The conversation about how to balance want and need in the decision making process is the current episode. It's up now. You can go find it on all those platforms I mentioned earlier. A new episode will be coming out next Monday. It's the last Monday of every month. 328 will be the next episode. Check that out next week as well. Check out the current episode and past 14 episodes. Of that series as well. It's up on all the podcast channels. All the information, all the past posts, all the past pr- episodes, and all the platforms you can find the podcast is at SaturdaymorningHustle.com. That's simple. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday morning hustle. We're outworking the competition while they still sleep. All you hustlers and grinders, see you next week. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday, Keep chasing your dreams.